You're listening to Customer Growth Sessions, presented by Intergrowth, where we talk through strategies to help up-and-coming e-commerce businesses bring in more customers. I'm your host, Pat Ahern. Let's jump in. Welcome back, listeners. Thrilled to have you back today. We have a very special guest on, Jim Hammerell, coming from the Google Ads agency, ExtraPay. So Jim, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Pat. Great seeing you again. It's a pleasure being here. Jim, before we jump in, I do want to give the audience a little bit more context. ExtraP is a, I'd say, fully focused Google Ads agency that we've known over the years. Today, Jim's being really generous. He's agreed to focus on a much narrower field of Google Ads. Specifically, we're going to be talking about Google Ads Performance Max Campaign, which is an invaluable tool for e-commerce businesses specifically. Jim is a great guy to reach out to for all Google Ads related questions. But today we're going to be really focused on this one granular subject. So with that, Jim, you've been the one teaching me about Performance Max over time. Tell us a little about the platform. What is Performance Max? Yeah, Performance Max is Google's latest iteration to both simplify campaign setup for beginners, as well as leverage all of Google's available ad inventory. And Performance Max is what we call run of the network, meaning that your ads will serve on Google Search, Google Display, YouTube, Gmail, wherever Google has available inventory, your ads will appear. It's also AI driven, according to Google. And so Google's using AI to curate and develop target audiences for you to serve those ads to at the correct time. And so this is kind of Google's latest iteration. If you've ever done Google ads before, there used to be smart campaigns that you would set up. You basically just plug in your credit card number and give Google a URL and it would try to do things for you. This is Google's latest iteration of simplifying the campaign setup process and helping advertisers achieve their goals. AI has finally advanced to that point where you can just hand Google your credit card and they give you a bunch of leads for it. I love it. That's what they're hoping for. That's what they're hoping for. I don't know if they're there yet. Definitely getting there. They're making some progress. Definitely. So within that, one of the biggest things I've heard from Google Ads specialists is over time, quite a bit of frustration about some of the features that Google has tried to automate. Obviously, when you're putting some of these elements in the hands of a machine, there can be a drop off in quality. With that, talk to us a little about some of the pros and cons of Performance Max. Yeah, that I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. I think that maybe some veteran advertisers are concerned about the lack of control and this kind of notion of black box where there's a lot of data that Google has access to, but Google's not necessarily sharing that data with the advertisers who are paying for it in terms of what's working, what's not working. Google's kind of putting all of that burden on their AI system and algorithms to help kind of drive who these ads are shown to, when they're shown, how they're shown, et cetera. And I think that causes frustration with people who want to have access to that data and know. What we have found is that there's, I'll throw in a plug here, there is a gentleman who wrote a script which allows you to kind of look into the black box of Pmax. Maybe I can share that with you. You can put it in the show notes back, but you would run the script in your Google ads interface and it will break out to you where your ads are running, where you're generating sales and kind of gives you just a glimpse into the, the innards of our performance max when the average person would not have access to that. So maybe I can share that link with you. And uh, if people are interested, they can 
download that script and plug it into their Google ads and maybe have a little bit more visibility than that, than people normally would with PBX. That would be great. Yeah, we'll sync after this. We can add it into the show notes. And if the page entirely gets de-indexed from Google, we know who to blame for that one. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> well, I love it. Well, you know, talk to me a little more about the, maybe the types of businesses that in your experience really benefit from PMAX and then maybe some businesses that you think should just avoid it entirely. Yeah, that's a great question to ask. First off, we were beta testers for PMAX back when it came out during COVID. And this Performance Max was supposed to be the be-all, end-all. It was supposed to be used for B2B, for B2C, for e-commerce, for lead gen, you name it. What actually turned out in practice was it's really good for e-commerce. It's great for e-commerce. It's not so great for anything else, really. We've got it to work for B2B and lead gen, but it predominantly works really well with e-commerce. So when you invited me to the show, I was like, I've got a great topic that we can talk about. Pmax totally crushes it when it comes to e-commerce. It does one thing really well in its e-commerce. I will say that as an e-commerce store owner, you'll need to kind of gather some things in order to get Pmax to work for you. First, you have to have a product seat. So if you don't have a product feed, you'll need to create one. Most shopping carts like Shopify and whatnot will put one together for you. You'll probably want to optimize that feed to make sure that your titles and product descriptions and things like that are all keyword optimized and images are optimized and things of that nature. Once you have a product feed, you're also going to want to have a customer list because remember, Pmax is AI driven. It's basically taking the list of your existing customers and going out and finding more people that look just like that. And so having a good, healthy customer list that you can continually refresh with Google is going to be really important to the success of your PMAX campaigns. You're also going to want to have, because PMAX will run on all available ad inventory, you're going to want to have video assets. That is super, super important. Google's going to run your PMAX videos on YouTube ads because they're looking to monetize the available inventory. And so what Google has done, and they won't tell you this unless you dig, if you do not provide video assets for your ads, Google will automatically generate video assets for you. And Pat, they're horrible. They're really bad. We've seen some in the wild. It's, they're atrocious. And before you dip your toe into Pmax, you're gonna to want to invest some money into generating some video creative. They can be short, quick snippets, 10 to 40 seconds long. It can be focused on brand. They can be focused on specific products. Whatever it is, you're going to want to supply something. Otherwise, Google's going to do it for you. And that's the last thing that you want. They're going to stray pretty far from your brand. And so as long as you have a good product feed, as long as you have video assets, still images, and text ads, and you throw that all into the Pmax machine, as well as your customer list, you will typically see reasonable results early on. And then that performance is going to change radically. And Pmax is kind of like, maybe like a bull at a rodeo or something, right? It is a wild ride. You're going to see good results, and then you're going to see horrible results, and then you're going to see amazing results, and then it's going to go back and forth and back and forth. And you kind of need to be in it for the long term. If you can ride out those waves, you'll be in a much better spot. But just know that like performance is just going to go all over the place for the first month to three months. And a lot of that is driven because Google's trying to determine the right mix of where it should be showing your ads in which placements on which networks to get the best results. And so what we've seen is 
Google's going to run a ton of video ads at first. Then it's going to stop video and run a bunch of search ads. Then it's going to stop search and run a bunch of display ads. And it will just rotate through all the different tactics for probably the first four or five weeks. And obviously some of those tactics can generate conversions and some just aren't. And so as it goes through that learning process, it's learning and calculating like where that your ad need to appear to get the best performance. And you just need to like buckle up and be ready for that learning process to, to take place. After you get through that, then we typically start seeing like more steady results, more consistent results. We'll start seeing like better ROAS numbers. And then you can continue like fine tune your campaigns with new creative, new ad assets to help get that ROAS number better and better over time. But yeah, that first four to six weeks or so is pretty rocky. So to be in it for the long haul. One other thing I would say about Pmax is what we've noticed is because it's AI driven and largely driven to this algorithm, right? That Google's created, it needs to have a lot of data in order to make accurate decisions bidding auction decisions on your behalf. And so Pmax is not going to be good for someone who's spending less than $40 a day. If your budget is small, instead, we would recommend using a traditional shopping campaign, which is the old legacy shopping campaign. You can still get access to those today in 2023. I don't, I'm not sure what's going to happen in 2024. Those may be deprecated soon, but if you have a product feed, you can still use the old traditional shopping campaign format, and that would be your best bet with a smaller budget. If you do have $40 a day or more, and you're ready to kind of go through that testing process with Pmax, then Pmax is a fine move and what we would recommend for e-commerce clients. So many good insights there. One immediate thing that jumped out to me is it's like you read my show note questions ahead of time because I wanted to ask you about, hey, what's a good ROI timeline for if I'm investing in Pmax? Let's say I'm a business, I'm spending $10,000 a month on just, let's say, PPC at large. I'm planning on going into Pmax. In your opinion, does it typically make more sense to say, hey, I'm going to start out day one putting 10K per month into it? Mm -hmm knowing that there's going to be an expedited timeline before I start seeing results from Pmax? Or is it better to start out with that $1,200 a month, $40 a day budget, give Google that time and recognize, hey, this is kind of just the cost of entry is putting these 1200 bucks in for that first month or so. And then we're going to ramp up the ad spend from there. It really depends on where the advertiser's at right now. If it is a brand new business that they've never done any kind of advertising before, They've just launched their brand. They would probably want to start out with Pmax at a very low level, the 40, 50, 60, $80 per day to kind of ramp that up. And the reason being is if it's a brand new brand, they're not going to have customer information yet. So Google's not going to have that previous customer data to begin working with. It's going to be starting over from scratch. So that first couple of months is going to be lost investment. You are basically paying for data at that point. If you're an existing brand and you've been advertising on Google ads, maybe with traditional or even smart shopping campaigns in the past, and you've got historical data, you've got good customer data, you've got conversion data, you've got good history. At that point, you would probably want to have a more aggressive investment into Pmax out of the gates. Not the full 10000 per month, but you'd want to siphon off of your ad spend budget and allocate that to Pmax and start ramping that Pmax campaign up, knowing that once you get it to work, it will be a quick transition. One thing that I'll mention though, Pmax is very sensitive when it comes to like their learning process. And so I, I've mentioned that four to six week learning 
that it needs to go through to kind of go through all the different tactics and stuff. When you have radical budget changes, and when I say radical, I mean like more than 20% up or down, Google's going to revert to that learning mode again. And so when you're advertising in Pmax, you want to have very small incremental budget changes every third or fourth or fifth day, maybe move it up five to 10%. And so you want to gradually scale that as you start to see results, starting off at $40 per day in week one, and then waiting a couple of weeks and then dumping in your entire $10,000 monthly ad spend budget would just like delay that learning process and make you start over from scratch again anyways. If you're an existing advertiser, you probably want to start with a mid-sized budget and then incrementally scale that over the next like two to three months to get to that like 10K per month ad spend that you're that you're targeting. Fascinating. So this may lead to a, a repetitive answer. Don't feel bad saying, oh, same thing I just said there. But one of the things I always love to ask about is what are some of the most costly, some of the most common mistakes you'll typically see for a brand new brand versus a more established brand that's working with PMAC? So let's start out with that brand new brand that you were mentioning. I'm looking to over time be investing maybe $5,000 a month into PMAX. I've never worked with Google Ads before. What do you typically see that's going to burn a ton of my budget unnecessarily? Yeah, the, we see the biggest wasted spend with PMAX campaigns that haven't been set up properly, meaning that there's no way for Google to see what's working and what's not working. We call it a measurement foundation. It's basically your conversion tracking. Google needs to be able to see when a sale occurs. And if it can't see that sale occur, you're basically just burning money at that point. If Google can't track a conversion value to the amount of money that you've spent on that click, Google's just going to spend your money quick. You have to have that measurement foundation, that feedback loop in order for Google to see what the results are of your ad spend. So that's really, really important. If you don't have that set up, there's a good chance that you're just blowing your money. The second thing is, as I mentioned before, that budget size, if you're spending 20 bucks a day or $10 a day, you're never going to get over the hump with PMAX. You're constantly going to be learning and it's not enough. So come to the table with adequate budget or don't spend anything at all. Go find another ad platform, meta, social, native, whatever, but, or even search, but PMAX probably isn't a good match if your budget's not big enough. One other thing, if you don't show up with the right ad assets, meaning you've got to have static images with no copy overlays. You need to have a good product feed. You need to have video assets. If you don't come to the table with that, Google's just going to make it for you. And that's not what you want to have presented to someone new who you're trying to lure into your sales. With existing brands... And Jim, sorry to... Sorry to cut you off. I, I just wanted to ask one follow-up about the creative assets before we jump into existing brands. I'm glad you brought that up because one of the things that you had mentioned just a few minutes prior was if you are launching a PMAX campaign, make sure that you have video assets. If not, Google's going to create them from scratch for you. In your experience, while certainly it's going to be best to have a you know a professional video videographer, let's say, creating a video for you, brands that maybe are a little bit tighter on budget, will they see significant drop-offs in performance? Let's say if they use like an iPhone camera and they self-record, would you highly recommend against that? No, not at all. In fact, we've had the best results from just amateur shot video with iPhones because they're relatable and people trust them more. It's crazy to think, but... We've got clients that spend thousands and thousands and thousands developing series of videos. 
and we can outperform them with someone that's just self-shot with an ice on. If you've got someone looking into the camera and shot amateur and very short, brief to the point video, that's brand heavy on the front end with a call to action on the end, you'll totally crush it. So don't think that you don't have enough budget for video. You can totally shoot this thing yourself just to get started and out gates. Trust me, whatever you create with your iPhone is going to be way better than what Google's going to put together for you anyways. So give it a shot and, and do what you need to do. But yeah, amateur videos tend to outperform professional videos. Wow. I'm glad I asked about that. Phenomenal insight there. So sorry, I cut you off before, but I wanted to go back to the question you were starting to answer about the established brands, the most costly yeah. mistakes that they tend to make when it comes to Pmax. Yeah. More established brands are going to have that historical data. They're going to have probably resources to create good video assets. They're going to kind of know how Google operates. So we typically see established brands have a hard time transitioning from traditional shopping campaigns to Pmax because it's a totally different beast. If you have an existing traditional shopping campaign set up through Google, you're at the very bottom of the sales funnel. If somebody goes to Google and types in blue widgets and they see a bunch of pictures at the top of the screen of blue widgets, they already know what they're going to buy. Pmax is a full formal tactic, meaning that you're driving awareness and you're driving consideration and you're driving the actual conversion at the bottom of the funnel. And so you have to be prepared to know that your ads are going to be shown to people regardless of their placement in the sales funnel. They're not just going to be at the bottom of the funnel. And so you have to fine tune your ad creatives and your product feed to anticipate that you may have someone exposed to your ad who has no idea what you do, what your product does, or what your service does, or why they should buy from you. And so you have to just acknowledge that you're going to be in front of people that might not be ready to buy your products right away, but they could be in a couple of days or a couple of weeks or a couple of months. And you need to maybe anticipate lower ROAS numbers initially as Google starts to like fine tune who it's serving ads to and when it's serving those ads to those people. Because I, I think a lot of existing advertisers just get frustrated with Pmax and say, I'm getting a 500% ROAS on my traditional shopping campaign. And I switched to Pmax and I only have a 300% ROAS. So this is garbage. I'm going to turn it off. So we see a lot of like knee jerk reactions from existing advertisers as they transition to Pmax when they kind of just need to like ride it out or allocate a smaller budget for just testing and let it ramp itself up. And then you can allocate a bigger budget. But yeah, we see a lot of people just pull the plug prematurely when they kind of just need to stick with it a little bit longer. I know I'm probably putting you on the spot with a asking you to give a timeline question, but based on a couple of the things you had shared, it sounded like first four to six weeks of a Pmax campaign, expect that's going to be the testing phase, but there couldn't be some volatility beyond that. So yeah. if someone is looking to give Pmax, let's say a fair trial, is three months a good length of time for that campaign? Six months? Do you have a, a general time window that you typically recommend? Yeah. yeah, a lot of it comes down to sales volume. The more sales volume you have, the quicker it's going to learn. But generally speaking, if you're not seeing good results after four or five months, you've probably done something wrong and you should reevaluate. We usually start seeing reasonable results after about six weeks or so. And those results tend to get better over the next few months or so. But yeah, if, if you're four or five months into this and you're still not seeing good results, you should probably stop and reevaluate. So something went wrong. So 
switching gears a little bit on you with Pmax, I'm curious, is it typically the type of platform or maybe a better way of wording this is in what types of scenarios? Is it the right platform for an e-commerce store owner to maybe manage on their own, hire a full-time employee to manage or work with an agency and have them manage it? Are there certain maybe characteristics that tend to resonate better with one or the other, certain budget requirements? Would love to just hear your thoughts there. Yeah. Agencies like mine can usually add value when the existing setup cannot provide that data feedback loop back to Google. So if you don't have a good measurement foundation, you should probably work with an agency to get that set up. It's Sometimes it can be highly technical. And so being able to track conversions in Google ads and report those conversions back to Google is paramount. Like you have to have that. You have to have that data feedback. And if you don't, you're just wasting money. And so if you don't have that set up or you don't know how to set that up or you don't have anyone on your team to set that up, you should probably hire an agency, if nothing else, just for that. The other thing that I've seen from our agency is as you increase the size of your store and you have more and more SKUs, it's probably best to start managing that whole process in-house. We do best with e-commerce operations that have around a hundred or fewer SKUs. If you've got a thousand or 10,000 or 50,000 SKUs in your store, you're probably to the point where you need to have a dedicated resource in-house managing your e-commerce advertising, including PMAC. So we typically work with e-commerce operations that have got a hundred or fewer SKUs because there's a lot more value that we can add being external than someone that could add internally. If you've got 20,000 SKUs and you're a really large operation, you're probably not a good match for an agency like us. There are e-commerce agencies out there that specialize in just e-commerce stuff with large SKU counts, but it's a lot for an external person or an external agency to manage. Once you get a higher and higher SKU counts, you're dealing a lot with product feed disapprovals and promotions and things like that. That communication needs to be a lot quicker and it's best if it's just done in-house. Great answer there. I think the last thing that I wanted to ask you about today before uh, just giving everyone here an opportunity to figure out how to best contact you is we'd love to hear your thoughts on specific tools that you recommend to work with to manage a PMAX campaign. Are there expensive softwares that businesses need to invest in? What are your thoughts there? Yeah, not really. Pmax and Google have done a really good job of like keeping everything in-house that you would need Pmax because it's a bit of a black box. There's not a ton of data that Pmax is going to release generally, but the information that it gives you is pretty good. Pmax is going to tell you when you need to, when you've got creative wear out, you need new ad assets. If you're using Google Merchant Center, which you, you'll need to connect to Google Ads. They'll know when your product feed is askew or if products have been disapproved for some reason and why they've been disapproved. With Pmax, you don't need to really rely on a whole lot of third-party services. You can use Looker Studio to generate reports for you, which is another free tool from Google. I'll share that script with you. That script is free as well. You might've just been starting to charge like a licensing fee to get that, but I wanna say it's like 70 or 80 bucks well worth the investment just to kind of see like where your sales are coming from and to what degree Google's investing in those different networks and ad tactics. So other than that script, everything's 
kind of there for the beginner advertiser to jump into PMAX. There's not really a lot of third-party tools that you would need to use. Jim, this has been incredibly insightful. Let me ask, where should listeners go in order to reach out to you, in order to learn more about XTRP? Yeah, what's the best way to get in touch with you? And you can obviously find me on our website, xtrp.net. You can find me on LinkedIn, Jim Hammerl. Yeah, I was happy to start up a conversation or answer any questions that your listeners might have. Jim, thanks for coming on. So once again, this is Jim Hammerl from Extra P Marketing. Jim, this has been a pleasure. Great to see you again. Likewise. Thanks, Pat. Thanks for tuning in to Customer Growth Sessions. If you found it helpful, subscribe and give us a review. It helps us to grow the show. Looking for more SEO guidance on how to grow your business? Contact us at innergrowth.com slash estimator or email me directly. You can reach me at pat at intergrowth.com. That's all for today. We'll see you again soon.